This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Okay, Jim, I'm trying to give these guys the benefit of the doubt. This global news story you sent me here. Ontario man takes car to Nissan dealership for repair. App shows it was then taken for a 90-kilometer trip and driven 148 kilometers per hour. (laughs) So he dropped the car off to get repaired, and somebody was driving it far and fast. Big time, big time. He, uh, for some reason, he put a a tracker in his car, like for insurance purposes or something like that, so he was able to look at his phone the whole time. He thought it was stolen when he saw that it was away from the lot. He calls the cops. The cops find the car because it's tracked on GPS. They confront the driver of said, quote, stolen car. Turns out he's one of the mechanics or one of the technicians that was at the dealership. And he said, oh, I was just taking it for a test spin. Like him and the owner were like, oh, you know, sometimes we let our, our mechanics take things home to work on at home to tinker away if there's a serious problem. And the owner of the car is like, it was the backup camera. What, like so it wasn't the transmission, because that's what I was going to say. I, I do know some friends who work in the automotive industry, and if there's something wrong with your car, and they can't diagnose the problem, or they, they think they have it fixed, and they want to make sure it's not making that noise anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll get out there, and they'll take it for a spin afterwards, just to make sure everything is working the way it should. But you don't think that was the case here? <laughs> no. My brother's a mechanic, and he's never driven 100 kilometers away at average speeds of 148 kilometers an hour. I mean, it's crazy. If this guy didn't have that It tracker, went from Milton to Woodstock, basically, on <laughs> and the 401. he got there in eight minutes. <laughs> but, like, yeah, he would have never known if he didn't have that GPS tracker in his car. I would be, to be honest, if I was a mechanic and a beautiful car came into the shop, I would want to be the guy who takes it around the block. You know, to test it, yeah, it would be you. You would how? How would you? This not? wasn't a Lamborghini or Ferrari or something. It was like a Nissan. But there's there's some nice it, Nissan. It was a Nissan dealership, sure. But you're working at a Nissan dealership. You've seen all the Nissans, <laughs> yeah, that's right? True. It's like, true. Oh look! I can't believe somebody brought in a Nissan to get repaired. Yeah. But I just, I just love it because he went back to the dealership and the dealership. You know, you stand by your guys and stuff like that. But they completely denied it. But how much more evidence do you possibly need? Um, so I guess they're going to a different uh, dealership and they're taking care of it. But, right. Uh, the, the, by the way, the backup camera still not fixed. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to check, see if the backup camera worked when you're driving frontwards at 148 <laughs> kilometers an oh, hour. Maybe he was going in reverse 150 <laughs> kilometers. Well, it's been a while since we've done this segment, Jim, and the Taz and Jim hate mail bag is looking a little full, mm-hmm. so we better empty it out a bit. We got some hate mail. Yep, we got some hate mail. Anytime you want to share your opinion, positive or negative, you're more than welcome to do so. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, however you want to come at us, we are, we're ready for it. And here's a simple text message we got earlier this week. Jim, it's time you get a new co-host. Hmm? So this person obviously is not a fan of mine. Uh, okay. Does that mean <laughs> that I get to sleep it. in? <laughs> <laughs> Take a co-host for a week, uh, task and sleep in. <laughs> Jim, it's time you get a new co-host. This is a, this is a nice thing. Um, well, I guess it's nice. Uh, the people who, 
who hate me usually love you. So at least they're getting like something out of the program, true, right? True, true. It's like you love Simon, but you hate Garfunkel. Uh-huh. You'll still listen every once in a while. And vice versa. The people who don't like Jim are like, hey, Taz, you know, you're cool, but what's with your, <laughs> what's with your sidekick? Totally. And it's like they're pit- pitting each other against us against each other like we're not on the same team. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have one, I have one there? It's kind of actually in the same vein. I like Taz, but Jim is the most annoying person on the planet. Even his face is annoying. Every time I see his stupid face on the side of that bus, I want to drive my F-150 right into it, but I don't because I don't want to hurt anybody. <laughs> oh, wow. It must be a listener from the London area. We do have some uh, London transit buses that have giant pictures of our faces on the side of them. So he doesn't want to drive his truck into my face. No, no. He doesn't want to ruin that beautiful bug, but yeah, yeah he has, doesn't want any uh, collateral damage, I guess. I have the same impulse when I see my face on the bus, kind of. It's, <laughs> it's weird very, when yeah. you're sitting in traffic and, like and it, it pulls up next to you. Yeah. It can be very jarring. <laughs> my face and your face. Yeah. Uh, here is a tweet that we got. It's hate mail here. Uh, Taz, I'm so sick and tired of listening to uneducated morons talk about their opinions on a pandemic. You guys literally can't even talk about music like you're so bad at your job you can't even do music right and you're talking (laughs) about a pandemic. How do you not talk about the pandemic? (laughs) Why is it the people with the worst grammar always are calling you uneducated? (laughs) That That is an active trend. That is so true. You guys literally can't even talk about music like you're so bad at your job you can't even do music right and you're talking about a pandemic. Where were you educated? <laughs> School of Hard Knocks. Buddy, we get it. Yeah. We're sick of talking about the pandemic. Yeah, we yeah. want it to be over too. Anytime you have something to say, we want to hear from you. Uh, shoot us an email or a text, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, even if it's hate mail. We got some hate mail. Yep, we got some hate Well, this is a treat. Just saw the Taz and Jim hotline number was ringing. Answered it. And it's Colin McDonald from the Trues. Joining us on the show. Colin, how are you, man? I'm good. How are you? Good. We we are very good. Uh, Well, very good in context of what's been going on in the world, right? Right. Yeah. Well, you, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's pretty much everybody else. I just taking it one day at a time and, uh, you know, finding the light where you can find it. I'll tell you what's getting us pumped and, and getting us more focused on that light, though. The new single that you guys put out, especially watching the video for your new song, I Want to Play. Uh, was it was it good to get into First Ontario down on the ice, uh, gathered around the Bulldogs logo there to shoot that thing? Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, yeah, we spent the day there, and, uh, you know, they let us uh, mess around the ice and, you know, shoot some pucks around. I got to drive the Zamboni, and that was a dream come true. And uh, and then it was really fun just performing on ice for eight hours, just flipping and sliding around and, you know, singing along to the song. It was great. It was great fun. Did it live up to your expectations, the Zamboni driving? Was it everything you yeah, hoped it, it would was, be? Yeah, it was. You know, it's like it takes some time to get used to the angles and not, like, you know, the uh, the dimensions because it's like a lot of front end, you know, so you got to watch taking those corners and stuff. So, uh, <laughs> It's pretty good. I mean, I wasn't that good at it, but, uh, you know, I, I made it around 
you know, two or three times. I mean, there's an art to Zamboni driving. Oh, it certainly is. Master. Everybody yeah. loves the Zamboni driver, though. It really is amazing <laughs> to watch kids at a hockey game. It's like a celebrity. Right. Freak out. Oh, it's yeah. the Zamboni guy. Now, I think it's everybody's dream to just be driving it. So. Now you know if, if, like, the Zamboni driver at a Bulldogs game ever eats, like, a bad egg salad sandwich and goes down and they make a PA ah. announcement, we need, this is an emergency, we need someone to step in and drive the Zamboni. Yeah, well, it'll be like that Leafs game a couple of years ago where the Zamboni <laughs> driver had to go be the goalie, I'll be the musician, I'll be the Zamboni driver. Right, yeah. some serious uh, drone angles in that as yeah. well. It, it's yeah. amazing to see those things fly around. There was one shot. Whose legs did the drone fly right through? <laughs> As our keyboard player, Jeff, you know, he was, um, he, we, we, we had four, at the end of the video shoot, we had four hockey sticks and there's five guys. And he, Jeff doesn't play hockey anyway, so we're just like firing the puck around by the zone. Uh, the, uh, the drone thing was you know, flying through Jeff's legs. Yeah, the guy was, inc- the guy was incredible. I mean, it was, his name is Christoph. Like, his last name is Stacy right now, but he's like a guy who does drone work here in Hamilton and he like flew the drone, you know, into the, into the arena, through the van and then out into the ice and then just zipping around us while we're playing and stuff. It's incredible. Those things are. Looks so epic. Yeah. But those blades though, you really got to trust the, the, the drone pilot if he's going to be whizzing. Make sure you're wearing the skinny jeans. Keep everything tucked. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, he was, he was, uh, he was super professional, but you know, it definitely crossed my mind a few times to have those things buzzing around your head and stuff. It's a strange thing. Strange feeling. We got, we got the new single. Does that mean there's an album in the works from the truth? Oh yeah. The album, the album's done. It's in the can and it'll be out later in the year. So this is like the first single from the record, but yeah, there's a whole record done and, um, Sarah, it's good. It's good. We did uh, did six songs with Eric Ratz, three songs with Rich Robinson from the Black Crows, and three songs with Derek Hoffman, uh, great producer from Toronto. So it's a uh, it's a it's a it's a rock record, and um, we're really really proud of it. And I think everybody's gonna dig it. Time for sports with Devin Peacock from Global News Radio joining in with Taz and Jim here. Hey, Dev. Hey guys. Carl Hagler nicked out and garnered Hathaway. They combined for two goals, three assists. Here we go. Right the, the face-off. Three fights simultaneously. Huh. Fights? What? Who, who would have thought the Rangers and the Capitals would go at each other like that last night? I think everyone thought, and maybe even the NHL. I mean, there's a couple different ways to look at the $5,000 fine. One is everyone who has watched even a minute of hockey knew this is what was going to happen, and everyone was watching. If there had been uh, the, the capability to have a full stadium, you would have had everyone in the arena uh, to watch. So people were talking about the NHL, and part of me has to conclude from all of this, this is the kind of thing the NHL wants, because if they didn't, they would have taken a, uh, a harsher uh, penalty against uh, Tom Wilson. To be honest, I think it's what I want. I mean, it's obviously over the top, but there was there was it was a it was a spectacle. Tom Wilson plays for the Washington Capitals, got into it with some players earlier in the week on the New York Rangers, body slammed one of them, uh punched one while they were down on the ice, and you thought he was going to get a suspension for that. The New York Rangers thought he'd get a suspension for that. He didn't. And the violence last night, like how many penalties were there in that game last night? 
some of these were crazy. Like, I'll, we'll just highlight the first period. And so in the first five minutes of the game, there were six fights. 13 penalties were assessed, including a 17-minute penalty for Brendan Smith after he fought Tom Wilson. At the end of the first period, there were 20 penalties, totaling 100 minutes. There were 12 fighting majors and three 10-minute misconducts, but no goals. (laughs) Yeah, I was emceeing a a charity, an online charity gala last night, and one of the guests was... Jason Williams, who won the Stanley Cup with the Detroit Red Wings back in 2002. And while we were kind of in the, in the online waiting room to go on and, and have a chat, he's, he was pulling his phone up. He's like, Taz, are you watching this game? Look at the penalties. He's scrolling down his phone. <laughs> and it's just a laundry <laughs> list of guys. Did you think it was going to be this bad, Dev? The uh, like full-on line brawls and, and just nonstop fighting. It was more than I thought. Like I, everyone, like I knew Tom Wilson was going to have to fight, and because he's he's the guy at the center of all this, he was going to be targeted. I didn't think the Rangers would target, you know, Alec Ovechkin or or Backstrom or one of the other skilled players. I thought they'd just have a fight. I didn't think they would have a complete line fight one second into the game. And and you're saying that. In your eyes, this was almost a publicity stunt by the NHL and George Peros for not punishing Tom Wilson. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple ways to look at it. One is that uh, Tom Wilson is terrible. One that Tom Wilson is just playing rough hockey. And one that Tom Wilson is a major draw for the NHL. Like, let's be honest. If Tom Wilson were a free agent this summer, how many teams do you think would line up to sign him? I would bet. Pretty much every team. Maybe not the Rangers, but pretty much every team. Yeah, Jim, you're right. Jim. It's it's fun. It'll get people talking for sure. Can't happen every game. Once in a while, it <laughs> right. is certainly something special. And we've been watching the, the highlights during songs and chuckling to ourselves here because it was. It was, it was like Slapshot out there last night. They say that a mother will do anything for their child. We are putting that saying to the test as we get ready for Mother's Day with a game we call, Oh, will your mom do it? Will your mom do it? Will your mom do it? Will she do it? Scott is our contestant here with Will Your Mom Do It? He's going to call his mom Irene. Tell us about Irene. Ah, she's a friendly lady, helping anybody out. Likes to have the odd beer. Standard mom, yep. Okay, Jim has come up with a, a very interesting scenario that you're going to say you are in, and you're going to ask your mom to do a favor for you uh, to see yep. if she will do it. Jim, what, what is Scott trying to pull off here? Okay, Scott, so here's the scenario. You lent a guy, let's say a buddy, maybe a coworker, $5,000 a year ago. He said he'd pay you back in six months. He hasn't paid you back. He's been dodging your calls. You can't get a hold of him. You want your mom to come with you to confront him at his house to shake him down for his money. So, like, <laughs> just say that all she needs to do is hold a baseball bat behind you. He's a wussy. He's not going to fight, but you just need some backup for intimidation yeah, bring purposes. Bring a crowbar, baseball yeah. bat, and mom has to be the muscle yeah. as you collect on, oh. the, on this $5,000. Well, she's not. She's a very petite lady, but I'll do my best. <laughs> Maybe tell her to bring some sunglasses so, you know, she just looks the part. Mm-hmm. Trench coat. Give her a leather jacket. <laughs> yep, no okay, problem. let's okay. call Irene and see how this goes. We are not here. 
Hello? Mom. Hello? Hello, Mom? Can you hear me? Mom? Irene? Yes, that's better. How are you? You know, this is Scott. Work phone. Oh. Can you, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm driving to work. Oh. Okay. Hey, I need a favor. I'm not shipping dope. You're not what? No, Shipping you don't need to dope. ship any. You don't have to ship any dope. Uh, I lent this guy at work five grand, and he quit. But he's not answering his phone and stuff. I need you to come with me and hold a baseball bat and interrogate him. Get the get the money. I need that five grand back. What are you talking about? I need you to come with me. I lent a guy five grand, but he quit. Like a guy I used to work with, but he quit. He's not answering his phone calls, and I want the money back. And you need your mother. Yeah, I need you to come behind me to be more scary with a baseball bat or weapon of your choice. Is this some kind of joke? No, Mom, it's not a joke. Why would I call you and joke around on the way to work here? Who is this guy? Just a, a shadier guy I worked with, but he needed some money, and I added some interest, and I should have known better, but you know me, I get into these situations. Scott, you are playing a joke. No, I'm not. Why do you think I'm playing a joke, Mom? Why would you loan somebody five grand? I'm a nice person, I guess. I don't know. And he's got so much money lying around from all the dopey ships. <laughs> this is a joke. <laughs> Irene! This is a big joke. It's Taz and Jim. You're on the radio. What? This is, will your mom do it? Well, I would do it, but I know it's not true. So you would have. <laughs> you would have. You would, what would your weapon of choice have been? Would it be baseball bat, chainsaw, samurai sword? <laughs> Just my face. <laughs> you know what? I don't want Irene there. If I if I owe some money, I do feel like you would be intimidated. Yeah, the angry mother face is the best <laughs> weapon of all. The disappointed look. Uh, we won't even get into the whole shipping dope aspect of this phone call. Uh, that's a story for another time, I guess. <laughs> what do you want to say to mom, Scott? Happy Mother's Day, and I love you, Bob. Scott? I'm still going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> Will your mom do it? Will, Will your, your mom, mom do it? it? Will your mom do it? Will she do it? Anytime you want to get in touch with us, you can text one eight three three taz and jim That's one eight three three eight two nine six five four six. 829 This makes me laugh. Uh, hey, guys, I think we need more discussion about that guy's mom instantly saying, I'm not shipping dope for you when he asked her for a favor. You guys just kind of breezed over it. <laughs> it was weird. We played Will Your Mom Do It a little earlier in the show. And, and yeah, when Scott called his mom, this is what happened. Okay, hey, I need a favor. I'm not shipping dope. You're not what? <laughs> no, shipping you don't need to dope. ship any. You don't have to ship any dope. Like, it definitely gives you the impression that at some point, if mom didn't already ship dope, it was brought up in conversation. Yeah, she was asked. That was last year's Will Your Mom Do It? <laughs>
I'm joking. It obviously wasn't. That was no. That it was. It was. I, I started thinking that. I'm like, has this guy played Will Your Mom? Because it does <laughs> yeah. sound like something we would get someone to ask their mom as a joke. Totally. I like. I don't know what's going. I'm assuming. You know. I know some buddies that grow a little bit on the side, and it's a bit of a side hustle. You know. I don't want to. You know. It's a bit of a black market still, but I'm assuming it's just something pretty innocent like that. Pretty innocent. I, I don't think it's heroin. He's, get, he's getting his mom involved in a criminal act. Or trying a criminal to criminal act. If you if if you brewed some homebrew and then had wanted to send it to your cousins upstate, and your mom had to deliver it, would that be a big deal? I I get it, but at the same time, I don't make the law. You can grow <laughs> it, you can smoke it, you True. can have it, but I don't think you're supposed to send it in the mail, are you? <laughs> oh, somebody sent us a text message and said, "Snip dope." Maybe she said snip dope. Was which, it shipping which, or snipping? Let's, I thought I heard shipping, but snipping dope is something you do to get all the leaves off, right? When yeah, you're you, you, you trim down the, you get the buds all, all mm. ready for drying, right? Yeah. Let's, let's listen again. Was it shipping dope or snipping dope? Okay, hey, I need a favor. I'm not shipping dope. No, it, I think it's shipping. Yeah, I think he's asked his mom to commit a felony. <laughs> but like, if it was like some, but that was, that's a crazier thing to ask your mom than the hilarious scenario we came up yeah. with. And for some reason, shipping dope sounds like there's a boat involved. Like delivering dope, you know, just uh, the shipping. <laughs> Take the tugboat across the old Lake Erie. I'm not shipping dope for you, son. It took me forever to fill that shipping container last time. <laughs> Had to vacuum seal everything. Never again. The forklift. (laughs) Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.